Hey everyone, I'm James Wilson and welcome to A Loving Marriage. Our whole mission is to help marriages strengthen in their communication and to grow in love. Today, we're going to be going over three ways to resolve conflict. Now, conflict is going to happen in every marriage and in every relationship. So it doesn't matter if you are newlyweds or even engaged or you've been married for 30, 40, 50 years, conflict is going to happen. And so I want to give on, uh, share three ways to help resolve conflict, uh, to give you some resources and tools to use when it happens. Because it will, but we don't want to fail to plan, right? We want to have a plan in place. And so the number one uh, way to help resolve conflict is during the argument um, is to listen more than you talk. Listen more than you talk. Now, the Bible says to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Now, the Bible says that for a reason, right? Because when we're talking, when we're talking, 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 right? There's there's so much going on, and it is kind of hard to talk and listen uh, with empathy and listening to understand at the same time as we're talking. Um, So what you need to do and what I need to do, what we all need to do during conflict when that happens with our spouse, is to listen more than we speak. Um, Because, honestly, and, and don't take this the wrong way, but your point is not as important as you think it is, right? The whole objective of um, miscommunication is to understand each other so that you can come away and get through the conflict um, and have it resolved and have a deeper understanding and a deeper love for one another. Um, But unfortunately, what we do is when we think that our point is more important than our spouse's, we just kind of run them over with the words that we want to say. And the whole point of that is when we are constantly interrupting, when we're constantly talking and not listening, it just builds up the anger within the conversation. The tension starts to rise and you can feel it, right? You can feel it start bubbling up. You're like, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And you just come out and say something that you know that you shouldn't have said and that you know is very hurtful to your spouse. But that happens when we're not quick to listen. Uh, that happens when we are slow to listen. So let's be quick to listen. Now, with that whole boiling water, uh, think of a pot with, with water in there and think of it sitting uh, on the burner uh, for some time, right? And that's the conversation. And and as the heat continues to rise, <laughs> the water starts to begin to boil, right? And then when that water starts boiling, the bubbles are going, the smoke is going, uh, starts spilling over onto the stove. And the, the worst part about boiling water is that it will burn you. It will burn you. And that's sadly what we do when we say those things to our spouse. We, we burn them and it hurts and it takes time to heal. And so we need to be aware of what are we saying, but not just that, but aware of, am I actually listening right now? And think about the consequences that your words have. Do you want to leave burn marks on your spouse by the words that you say? And I've done that too, sadly. And so we want to listen more than we talk. Number two, 
We want to repeat what we heard them say. I'm going to say it again. Repeat what we heard them say. There's something about repeating what someone has said um, that helps them feel heard. Now, I'm not saying that that means that you agree with what they said. I'm not saying that you are, you know, kissing up behind them and just all oh, flattery and all these things, but you are genuinely repeating what they said. And that's that that requires active listening. Um, so active listening is when you are actively listening, right? You are paying attention to what the person is saying and you are comprehending the words. Once they finish, you repeat it word for word as much as you can or try to at least summarize or paraphrase it. Um, And a way to do that, because this is a great skill, sometimes, you know, our spouse uh, may say, um, I feel unheard. And one thing that you could do with number two um, is to repeat what they say. And so when they finish, they can say something like, you know, I'm tired all the time and, you know, you're not helping her out. You're not helping out around the house. And I feel like I'm doing this. I feel like I'm doing that. Or the husband could say, you know, I really don't feel, I don't feel like you support me at all. I don't feel like this or that or whatever the case is. What you could say is what I hear you saying is you don't feel supported right now. Right. Remember, you're not saying that it's true. You're not saying that you agree. You are simply repeating what they said so that they can feel heard, but also so you can genuinely empathize with what they're doing. Now, be careful with this because you don't want to come off sarcastic. Right. The whole point of this, um, you know, of using this skill as a tool to help our marriages is not to say, well, what you said is, you know, and, and to come off demeaning or to come off sarcastically, you know, that that's not what repeating what your spouse has said is about. That that doesn't help anybody, right? That's just more boiling water. We don't want that. So be genuine when you're repeating what they said so that that can help clear up the communication. Because one of the biggest parts of arguments is a miscommunication. It's hard. But with tools and resources to help, not saying they make it perfect, but they do help us in times of tension and in times of uh, in moments of unclarity. Uh, so remember, number one is to excuse me. Number one is to listen more than you talk, and number two is to repeat what you heard them just say. And then lastly, number three is apologize for what you did and what you said. So apologize now. Listen, everyone has fallen short of the glory of God. I know I have. By goodness, I am a hot mess. God, has, I am so thankful that Christ um, paid the penalty for my sins, right? Um, but, but the issue comes in for us with forgiveness and asking for forgiveness. You know, this humility, you know, we have such an ego to where we have to prove that we're right and to where we're never wrong, but you're wrong. And we're trying to point out each other's mishaps and we're wrong and they're wrong. But um, whenever I'm a person of faith, so I'm a Christian. So um, whenever I place my faith in Jesus, my sins are forgiven. So God does not keep a log of all of the wrong things that I have done. Um, so why would I do that to my spouse? Why would I keep a mental tab on, okay, you did this wrong, you did that wrong, you did this wrong three years ago, you did this wrong seven years ago, oh, and you did this wrong yesterday. Um, that's not right. 
if I am forgiven and I am washed clean, um, I should be doing the exact same thing to my spouse. I'm not saying it's easy. And I'm saying with with the help of God, right, uh, with the help of God that I can uh, be forgiving and I can remember that I am forgiven. The more I remember that I am forgiven, the easier it is for me to go, how can I hold a grudge against someone else when I'm just as guilty? Right, but the less I remember that I'm forgiven, the more I'm like, "You did this, but remember when you did that." And we don't want to do that. That does not resolve any conflict, bringing up stuff to what people have failed at. Um, but the other part of that is the one who wins the argument loses the war. The one who wins the argument loses the war. Now, listen, you are not, um, you you are not caused and purposed to win an argument in your marriage. That's not the goal. That's not your purpose. That's not your calling. Um, And when we do win, in a sense, the marriage, there is collateral damage. Usually, uh, the spouse is hurt. Our spouse is crying. Our spouse is frustrated. Our spouse is mad, confused. And the one who has won is celebrating and cheering that their point made sense and that it all was structured and presented well and they hurt them and it felt good, that is not a win. That is a loss, and that's a lost cause. So the remember, the one who wins the argument loses the war. Too often in conflict, the husband and the wife, I'll do a sports analogy. I'm not really big on sports. I'll watch it, but it just makes sense. So just bear with me if you're not a sports person because you have offense and defense, you know, in most sports, uh, in most sports, um, you have offense and defense. And the whole point of an offense and defense of each team is that they're going against each other. One is on the attack, one is on the defense or trying to prevent the other person. There is no camaraderie, there is no teamwork between two opposite teams going at it in sports. There is no, no, they're going against each other to win for themselves. We cannot have our marriage reflect that type of situation. There is no offense and defense. Um, I'm on one side and you're on the other in marriage. When we do that, then that's where the problems come. But what we need to do, and when we, um, just like number three, when we apologize for what we say and for what we do, that brings apart that healing process within that tension. And what we can do is say, hey, listen, we're 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 going at it really bad right now and we need to come together and side by side and face the problem together but that that's what restoration looks like it's not you on one line and I'm on the other and we're arguing and fighting but it's both of us side by side and we're both looking at the problem and focusing in on the problem and attacking the problem as a married couple it's like those are the wins as as a, as a as a married couple like those are the wins to go at it together so those are three ways to help resolve conflict and one another way that i wanted to get um, well, one more was a bonus, really. Um, and it's really a tool that was very, very helpful for, for me and Allison. Um, I'm a very factual person. You know, I'm very data-driven. I'm analytical. I'm strategic. 
futuristic, you know, pros and cons, I'm all that. You know, you have a problem, don't bring me a problem, bring me a solution. Anybody can bring a problem, you know what I mean? Uh, and Allison is uh, very, um, very much nurturing and caring, uh, very more um, laid back in a sense of, well, we'll get to that later. I'm more of a like, go now, let's go right now, you know? Um, but we really, when we both yield to the Holy Spirit, we work so well and complete each other so well. Um but one of the biggest issues that we had in, um, at the beginning of our marriage was when we got into an argument and one of us wanted to stop talking. We just wanted to let it go. Um, so Allison would say something like, I'm done. I'm done talking about this. I'm done. And uh, that's not a stonewalling. And, or I'd be like, I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, but what stonewalling does, it actually prevents healing, right? Um, but not just prevents healing. It, it prevents any, any thought of a resolution in the future, because it's just done. It's done. And so what would happen is when Allison would say, I'm done, um, that would make me feel unheard. And it made, it made me feel like I couldn't finish the conversation, like we couldn't resolve the conversation. And so I even got I got this tool um, from a counselor I saw years ago. And uh, what we do now, and it's been super helpful. It's been one of the most helpful things for us in our marriage, whenever we kind of get, you know, frustrated um, in conflict. But Allison will say, hey, um, can we stop right now? And let's talk about this in an hour. Or let's talk about this um, tomorrow morning at eight o'clock, or let's talk about this tomorrow after lunch. But it gives what it does. It does two things, and it serves two purposes. One is it um, relieves the tension. Right. Two is that it helps both spouses understand we're just going to stop right now. It it gives both spouses what they need because one gets time, but the other one also gets the information of. When you know it's not in this abyss, but it's hey, we let's meet later. Now, don't use this as in say what you want that's hurting to your spouse, and 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 you're never going to amount to anything. I don't want to talk like that. That that's not what that's not what what this is. You know, it's, it's not to say a jab and then stay. You know, I don't want to talk anymore. But it's to say, hey, listen, um, I can really sense things are kind of getting very heated. Um, can we take a break and just talk about this maybe in like two hours? Can we do that? That's a great way to communicate on what you need. And it's also a great way to help resolve conflict. Um, And I say that personally. That has been a huge help for us because Allison gets the time that she needs to process, but also to cool down. And that helps me because it gives me a time of when are we going to come together um, and, and resolve the conflict and not just done. Right. Um, so those are those are some things that have been really helpful to our marriage. Again, our marriage is not perfect, but we have a passion um, for marriages, and we want to help all marriages strengthen their communication and grow in love. If this has been helpful for you, please let me know. Um, I'd love to get in contact with you. You can uh, check, uh, send me an email at james um, at thelifeofwilson dot com or. You can um, just leave a review. That'd be a huge help. I just want to say thank you again, and I'm praying for you and your marriages. Even if you have any questions, um, again, I, I'm, I don't have all of the answers, but I can provide you some resources. Uh, just like me, I'm doing them too, right? Like I'm reading them too. Like this is not a, you know, I never make a mistake. This is a we're in this together, and we hate divorce. We hate the word divorce. We're sick of it, and we want to do something about it. Um, so with that said, I love you. And remember, use those three ways to resolve conflict this week.